The City of Angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 206 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. We're going to call this one flat. For many reasons, we fell flat this past match. And so we're going to talk about why and break all that stuff down. But we also have so much going on this week. You can't miss it. Portland's coming up right right after, right? A couple days here. We're right into it. Back home, at least. Uh, and then the Galaxy's on the weekend. So it just keeps on going. There is no time to, to lick wounds here. You just you got to keep moving. So that is what this episode is going to be about. We're going to get right into this madness. But let me welcome back. Tony, Bam, and Jason, LAFC Punk, Ariana. Welcome back, Jason. Nice to be back. I'm not working tomorrow. As I was telling you guys before we went on, uh, my new job now, I wake up at 3 in the morning now. So I listen to you guys on the way to, as I'm driving around my new job. Um, but I'm asleep when you guys are taping. But Monday nights, I, I'm off on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Sundays now. So uh, if I'm not working the, night, the next day, then I can be on. But if I'm working... There's no way I could be on because I know we go late. Thank the Lord for the midweek matches. There it yeah. is. <laughs> Wonderful to be back. I miss you guys. Like I said, I still listen. I don't miss the show. Uh, I've been wanting to see Bam's new toy he puts up now. I've been able to listen, but <laughs> oh, I don't get to yeah. watch. So I've been in the car 3.30 in the morning driving. Going, Man, what's he putting up there? <laughs> this guy's got a lot of toys today. There, they, they watch. You'll see. It's gonna be. It's gonna be bam madness tonight, everybody. Uh, but Jason, happy to have you back on. Of course, we're gonna have you jumping on to do the uh, the album of the week in a little bit. Uh, otherwise, here we get into the mix. Uh, bam, how are you, sir? Are you still quarantined? What is going on, man? Yeah, still locked down. Um, booked in for my second jab on in about a month's time, so four weeks now. So I'll be on for my second jab. Um, had a very long, long Sunday in my time. Three football games, F1s. It was a long night. It was a long night. That's a lot of sports for a day. Uh, understood, though. That's a good, <laughs> Still, it, as long as the results go your way, it's a great day. If they're not, it's a long day. So One, the totally results didn't go my way. F1s, I felt a little bit shattered. And then two other results I was happy with. There it is. There it is. That's a nice, a nice day off, right? And Tony, how are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty well. It's best I can be, you know. What's this breaking drum thing I'm hearing about? Oh, uh, Chintolo broke his drum. It like <laughs> I don't know what happened. It just he was banging on it, and it just seemed to break. So I don't know if it was just like old material or wasn't tightened enough. Again, I'm not a drummer, so I don't know how to or, what the or absolute is. frustration from the last match, right? Maybe. <laughs> That could be it. That could be it. Cool. So we are all back on getting into this right away. So, of course, what are we getting into? San Jose and what they're up to. So we go up to San Jose. We know we're missing some key players. I know. The big one, of course, always is a Twesta. Missing a Twesta is always going to be hell for us. Like, simple as that. It's going to be trouble. So what was our lineup for this one? Let's break it down. We have Orango and Musowski up top. Sofuentes is more of an attacking midfield role. He's backed up by Janela and Cristosomo. Uh, Palacios and Kim are both there playing their wingback roles. In your back lines, Fall, Murillo, Ibiaga. In goal, Romero. Not a surprise to anyone that this would be the lineup because that may be Cristosomo. Maybe he wouldn't get the start. Maybe 
you know, we have three options there that could take his role, but it didn't happen. This is what they went with. Uh, Bam, any surprises to you on that lineup? Um, yeah, I was a bit surprised with Crystal Tomos starting again, but besides that, I think it was a fairly decent lineup. Right, because it could have been Blessing or Duke, right? Like that was the thought. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't happen though. Now, seeing what our lineup was, what did what did San Jose throw at us? Uh, San Jose decided to throw at us this starting lineup right here. So we've got Mark Winsky, Lopez, Alanis, Nathan, Abacassis, Remedy, who to me should have been should not have been playing. Judson, Shofis, Yul, Espinoza, another person who shouldn't have been playing, and Kikanovic. So why those two people played, I don't know, because going to by all my research, they should have been suspended that last match. But for some reason, they got off it and was able to play this match. Yeah, it was a little fishy, honestly. Because uh, if you look at the rules, the rule book says pretty obviously. But rather than that, I guess one of them got another yellow in this one. So now they're going to be suspended for their next match. Doesn't help us at all, but that's the case. So they were ba basically a full-strength side. Not... You know, nothing really missing. We thought they were going to have some weaknesses. They didn't. They had the lineup they wanted for this match. It's exactly what they wanted to go with. Uh, in terms of their approach to us, uh, what, what was your your thoughts about their early play and, and what they were really trying to do out there? They turned up to play. They turned up to play, which is expected from them. But I I don't know. It just it was another level for, for them, for me. It was another level. I didn't expect them to come out how they came out. Yeah, the counterplay wasn't the story, was it? It was. It was no. definitely they were going to dictate things. Yeah, it was. It was tough. Definitely a, a tough vibe for us going in. But you know what? We still had run of play for the most part. You could say. Uh, sadly, though, Tony, it didn't last very long for us in terms of being a level match, did it? No, I'm not. Like third minute, just literally fall heads it to the center. There's a there's a San Jose earthquake play right there, traps it, gets it in. Romero has to scramble to get to the ball, and he unfortunately he's a little too late, and he goes in, and we're already down one nil. That ball was achingly slow right after that touch. Just, yeah. just you knew nobody that you wanted to get to it was gonna get to it in time. So it's just like this slow moving car accident, like here it goes, okay, and now they're crashing, like that. That's what you could see sadly you know it came off of fall's head to start the whole thing a really odd head towards the middle uh, i'm not sure what that was all about could be just rookie error but it was an error a clear and obvious error uh which cost us yet again right you threw one away now we're down a goal now san jose gets to play their preferred style right now they mm -hmm. can play the counter if they want to or just keep hammering you if they need to. They have the options to change it up. And so now you're playing by their rules. Once you fall down, that's how the game plays. Uh, tell us, what's our next turning point for this match, sir? Um, there's not, there's nothing too crazy because it's just like it's Sifu has a chance of the 22nd minute. Um, uh, there's a header chance for San Jose. Luckily, there's nothing that comes of it. Mm -hmm. Um 31st minute, we get a free kick, and but again, Chief uh, Chicho tries to kick it over or tries to kick it in, but he kicks it over, unfortunately. And then uh, the 37th minute, Romero has the uh, one what I should have thought would have been the save that would have happened in the first goal, but he redeemed himself off that one because it's almost a similar play because he like just went in and actually got the ball instead of not. 
letting it go past him. <laughs> yeah, I you know, but I, I still I don't I don't put on Romero for the first goal. But like, what do you mean, dude? It was a goofball play. That's what that was. It was a busted play. Uh, honestly, I wasn't too crazy with with you know angry with what Romero was putting out there. It was really our our center backs that were failing us. That's what the issue was. And of course, our wing backs just never covering anything. Anybody overlaps is have fun. You know, you're going to get a cross. It's it's guaranteed cross. If you play LAFC at this time, nobody's stopping you from out there. It's just not going to happen. So, you know, we're left open. We get through the first half. We get into the second half. Well, I, and I see even before that, Musovsky, he did have a chance, right? I mean, there was one small one. But oh, yeah. Yeah, but... Not not much to write home for. Honestly, I felt this is probably the most boring game I've ever seen from LAFC. I'm just going to say that right now. It really felt uninspired. I, I was just like, this really feels like a practice game. People are going through the motions. It's not physical enough from us. It's not like what we were doing with Portland. We we're giving it to them. It just felt like we were just going watching another game. It was very vanilla as far as I was concerned. Uh, Bam, what was your take on the first half? First half, look. I love four. He's a great young player. That goal was on him. It was on him. At the same time, though, he's 18. Mm-hmm. He's, he's going to make mistakes. You know what? Yes, this, may, this was a big mistake that cost us a, an, an early goal, but he'll learn from this. As long as the rest of the team and the supporters get around him, pulling him back up, he'll be perfect. Yeah, he can't get it. Can't let this get into his head. He's got to be extremely uh, well. I mean, you work on things, but this is more of a quick lesson and move on. You can't dwell. Can't dwell. If he dwells, season's toast for him. Like you just can't get lost in that mix. So tough, but you got to keep going. So we get into the second half, and uh, Tony, how do things break down, sir? Um, forty-six, and the four, like literally the forty-six minute. It's like a chaos, like a chaos golden. We talked about this. Sorry. Um, we talked about this last time, and it's like if there's chaos in the in the goal, they they will put it away, and that's what exactly happened. Um, Moon tried to yep. clear it out, couldn't do it. One of the defender, one of our San Jose was fours were there, and bang, pretty much bang, boom, in, and we're down to zero. Yeah, clashing off of everything, bounces all over the place. Again, not protecting the outside flanks. So you let a ball come in with some some pepper on it. That's why it bounces around the way it does. And, uh, yeah, easy finish for uh, Chofis on the back post pretty much. There's, there's mu- not much to it. You know, I, in both cases, both goals, it felt like they didn't earn it. We gave it away. They didn't earn it. They had two chances on the day. Yes, they put it in, but I expect anyone to put those in. Any team in this league should put that in. That's simple. If you're if you're a professional getting a contract, you're putting that ball in. It's not anything special. It is all about the guys that gave up the goal in this case. We you own everything to, about this match. Yeah, ma'am. You don't even need to, need to be professional to put those goals in. If you're semi-professional, you're putting those goals in. Yeah, it's just ridiculous that you give something so easily away. And that that that's that's what kills me about this one. Uh both goals were were, were Junk goals. And you play Portland, junk goals. They're not moments of brilliance. These are junk. These are junk from guys that are disorganized in the back, not fully focused, not following their assignments, and definitely not defending. You know, it's great to have defenders that move the ball, but they got to stop it too. 
and we're not doing that. It's not happening. So here we are. Uh, we have to respond. Do we get a response, Tony? What happens for the rest of this half? So the only like honestly, this is the 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 good of the whole game for us is uh, 56 minutes. Moose has an opportunity, but bangs it off the side of the net. But it was a nice strike. If a little bit more finesse and less power, he probably makes it in. And then the 64th minute, Duke has a chance of the free kick, which is on point on goal. Just he needs to, again, same thing, a little bit same power, but finesse and a little bit more finesse, and that goes in as well. And and then the last one is the 68th minute. Edwards almost has a goal, but it just goes off the crossbar, and you can sell the frustration that it. He pretty much had every LAFC fan's frustration on like his expression. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I found it interesting that 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 Bob was like, "I'm just pulling the plug on this," and the 58th minute just went mass sub, like just everybody going, "Forget this." And I, you know, I look at who came out, and I can't argue with any of it. I can't, you know, Palacios didn't do the job. Kim mm-hmm. Moon Juan wasn't doing the job. Mm-hmm. He took the right guys out as far as I'm concerned. Who he brought in, Farfan, okay. Blessing, okay. Duke, yeah. Edwards, I mean, people give him all kinds of hell, but honestly, in that second half, the only guy that seemed to be showing any guts for the rest of that half was Edwards. Getting stuck in every chance he got. He hit the crossbar from hard work. You know, before Musovsky came came off pretty much it was you know he actually had a chance and missed an easy one mm-hmm. but he was there right he should have finished it that was the real story for me was that chance once again you miss an easy one forget it your game's over so if i look at this game it's the player performance i can't go after bob when he's actually done the right substitutions in the moment and they're not doing their jobs it's that simple so that's where my head's at uh tony what is your impression sir it's the same thing. It's just there's as much as like, yeah, tactics wise, Bob is the head, head honcho over this. You can't blame it on this one for this game. Unfortunately, no one was, it felt like no one was there. No one was wanting to play this game and just looking forward to, I think they were looking towards Portland and thinking this was going to be an easy game. And unfortunately it bit us really hard moving forward. We have to, we have to, minimize the mistakes minimize everything and just move forward and want to be there right right it's gotta it's gotta fight gotta fight and everybody's and everybody's making a big stick about edwards getting into it uh at the end of the game he was going after the ref let's be real um and out of frustration just pretty much told mario like dude back off man like if i'm in his world i'm i'm more mad that mario's not going after the ref too right like, why, you know, somebody be angry about something, please. At least he was. Expect more anger. We need more anger. I'm okay with the anger. Uh, Bam, your impressions? Disappointing. We had had some good chances. Um, the Edwards off the crossbar, that was a beautiful play leading up to it. The quick one-twos was beautiful leading up to it. Perfect shot. Just a couple of centimeters lower that's it back of the net done yeah just frustrations and you could tell it on some of the players you could tell it on bob it is frustrations there's not much more you can say than that yeah and and comments post game were the same thing as we weren't ready we weren't any of this again nobody seemed prepared even though they should have been prepared and all the conversations where they were going to be prepared 
but they just didn't show up on the day. Flat. Flat is why we called the episode that, because that's what this was, a flat performance in a time when you cannot afford one. Uh, Jason, did you get a good chance to see the game? Yeah, yeah I watched the whole game, and but that was boring, a bad game. Uh, mm-hmm. My new boss, he actually was, he texted me during the game, and it was his first time watching an LAFC game. He goes, is this team this bad? I'm like, after the first goal, and I was like, I told him there's injuries going on right now, that, and then like, they said the team just they didn't look like they showed up at all and it's crazy how both goals were scored on header turnovers and uh it was yeah it was a it it bothered me that they just weren't up for it to me it seems like san jose gets more up for this game than we do uh, i don't know if you guys listen to uh, the latest uh, shoulder to shoulder podcast but they have the they have a someone from the other team like san jose and he he mentioned how they get up for any LA team. It's a Northern California, Southern California thing. But if you've been to Northern California, they they get up for any LA versus Northern California, LA, San Francisco, San Jose. They get up for it. And to me, it seems like San Jose. They came to win. They were they came prepared. And honestly, I mean, I was thinking back to when we took over their stadium. They have not forgot that ever since that game. When we go to their stadium, I mean, yeah, they're not as loud as us, but the, their fans bring it more for us than they do for any other game. I mean, if you watch any San Jose game, if they're playing any other team like a Portland or even the Galaxy or even Colorado, their fans aren't into it as they are when we're there. When we're there, all now we started that war, and and. Like I said, San Jose gets up for these games and it seemed like we were not up for this game at all. And it was, I mean, not even a show. I mean, at least the Portland loss. I mean, we put up a fight in that Portland loss. I mean, it, I thought we looked well in the Portland loss, even though it was a loss, but we put up a fight. Um, we just had a couple of missed chances, but this game, there wasn't even any chances. It was just, it was very frustrating to watch. And then when you get somebody, Hey, you gotta check out this game. You gotta watch this game, and then that's the game they watch. You're like, so my my new boss was talking to me again today about it. He goes, "Man, what's what's with your team?" I'm like, ah, they're not always like that. And, you know, it's like you're know, trying to defend <laughs> your best friend. You know? Yeah, I mean they're lost in the woods right now, right? And then it, we are missing a lot of critical players. And I, I want to call it an excuse, but that is the reality that we're missing critical critical players down the spine. Our DPs are all out of commission. It's all bad things. If you have any other team in this league in the situation we're in, they're getting smoked every week. It's not even a battle. Uh, it's not going to be close. You know, it, it, teams with all their DPs are getting smoked right now as the playoff race kicks off. Uh, we're getting lucky with the results we're getting. I got to be honest, seeing what we've got out there now. We don't have the roster we need. This is MLS. It's notorious that once you get past 13 players, it's, it's, it's runarounds. You know, there's not much there. We're there. We're deeper than that who's playing in this lineup now, so it's tough. I'm going to throw this one out to everyone else. Let's see the comments from the rest of the gallery are faithful. Uh, let's see here. Let's moving up here. So Louis V, welcome to the show, sir. Jason, welcome to the show as well. Jason Lemus, always on here. Junior, 
Wow. Junior says, and this is this is Junior Junior, our junior says, uh, only LAFC team with cohesion happens to be the heart of LAFC podcast. There you go. Love it. Uh LMRKs, the Smurfs. Yep. Never let the Smurfs get away. Jason Lemus, I didn't understand carrying three goalkeepers. Romero starting with two goalies on the bench made no sense to me. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if those guys are gonna get playtime if they're insurance. I just don't know anymore at this point. Um, it's just hard because you want to have cohesion in the back. You don't want to try new things out in a playoff race. And I think that's where we're kind of stuck in. Uh, it's odd, but that's where it's at. Uh, Jason also says two missed opportunities more missed opportunities in the theme this whole effing season. Moose should have scored. Edwards should have scored. Yeah. I mean, Edwards hit the crossbar at least Moose. He was hitting it into another town. Uh, Again, just like last game, not getting the job done. And that's why we are where we are. You finish your chances, you move into the playoffs. You don't, you watch it on TV. It's that simple. Uh, Jason Fall is a young kid. He cares about the the team. He broke down after the final whistle. It shows he cares like we do. I just need to pick him up. That's all. Short, short, you know, pick him up. Uh, Chavez, these mistakes are getting so old. Same players making the same mistakes over and over. Here's the problem, though. We don't have anybody else, right? This is who we got. This, you know, there's no new new faces coming in. It's after the trade deadline. This is who you got. Our guys on the bench were Blackman, the goalkeeper, and Harvey when this was all said and done. I don't think there was anybody else. That was it. Uh, moving forward, let's see. Peter, I believe this team needs more playing time together. Then there'll be a, be a more chemistry. Jason says, I don't understand Christosomo starting, in my opinion, rather than having Duke. I would have preferred Duke as well, Jason. I agree with you on that. Marvin, I think, I think, don't I think, think we all agree with that one. Yeah, we all agree with that. Don't think the Marvin says, I don't think these death players are high enough caliber to get us far. I don't blame Bob, but you can only do so much with what you have. If anything, blame Thornton for creating this squad. I blame injuries. I blame all these other guys not being available. Vela not being available for like pretty much most of the season. Atuesta being hurt at a critical time. What's he going to do? But we're here. We're missing our critical components. And there's not much you can do to build past that. Too much experimental youth. Yeah. I mean, we again, choices, right? Uh, don't right. care if it's his philosophy. We need more balanced squad. Bam, you want to jump in? Uh, Tony had his hand up, so. Tony? Uh, all I was going to say was that it's hard to build a high caliber even on your bench with with the limitation of anything that we have because once we sold once we quote unquote sold rossi or loaned him out we don't have dp money to use it to get somebody else unfortunately the 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 gamma tam we used it to get chicho and that was the only big player that we could sign at the moment and now it's just it's just kind of getting at the bottom of the barrel of like who is promising at the moment and that's what we have to deal with it's not like every other league where you can just literally handpick players and give them the the bag and easily get your caliber in the bench it's not like that unfortunately yeah you can't buy your way out of problems in mls there's a salary cap there's restrictions you're stuck you, you know you have it the deadline happens you're stuck there's not much you can do uh except you know hopefully be healthy you know that that's what you get and you get your young kids it's, it's really tough, and most teams don't even have decent players after the 13th man. That's the reality of MLS still today, and now we're in it. We're feeling it now because we're going deeper than that to stay alive. You know, we had one match with, what, 18 guys or something? Or eight guys out? I, it, it's nuts. It's nuts. Uh, 
Jason says Mike D started the war. Yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, Carlos C, the team has given up so many goals this season when the back line tries to play a pass instead of just clearing out, out of trouble. <sighs> yeah, so many players have messed up doing that this year. Uh, you say, but that's how they're coached. I mean, I don't think anybody coaches a turnover in their half. Like, that's just, mm, yeah, that that that's on focus for the most part. That's the player situation. So now you have to look at now and go next year. You know, you need to replace them if that's the case. But it, it's you, get, you don't coach turnovers. They got to do their job. They're paid to do a job. Uh, Carlos, see, agree, Marvin. Need more balanced team in spite of the philosophy. We'd have one if we had healthy players. But yeah, I think there's going to definitely be changes at the end of this season, no matter what we do. Probably more drastic if we don't make the playoffs. Uh, Mark Lopez, how far are we from the salary cap? Well, we're the third highest paid team in the league. That's reality. We're close to it. Now we're limited right now on international players. I don't think we have much left on that in that department now. Uh, so who you're going to get is a domestic maybe, but it's too late now. You can't buy anybody right now. We're stuck. Somebody under contract, they're under contract. You can't move here after the trade deadline. So that's the issue now. Uh, Marvin Chavez, I get the MLS restraints, but we're sitting on a lot of gam from Mac and Baird sales. Chicho didn't take the gam. And the depth is not all equal. We signed too much youth. We need MLS experience on the pitch. We would have had it if the deal for Rossi would have gone earlier. Then we would have had an opening. But it didn't. It waited too long. It took too long to, to, to finish up. Uh, I know that already. Uh, but it's, yeah, there's not much you can do. That's the bad part. Uh, Peter says, if this, if this is the team... We're going to the playoffs. I'd rather not qualify. And if you don't qualify, you get a higher draft pick. But you know how useless those have been. I think we've traded most of those away next year anyway. So <laughs> not going to get much out of that anyway. Uh, Carlos C says, would they, though? If they go after fullbacks, we don't defend only and only attack. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I'm not happy with the situation out of the back. And I think maybe system might be a role out of this. There's... You got to talk about system too, but you got what potentially five when you're defending. I, you know, that's protecting weakness in many cases, but yeah, things have to change. That's for sure. And of course you can't forget that Segura and Blackman normally would be back there saving us right now. And they're not available. So put Blackman in and Segura with those guys. And it's pretty secure. It just is. That's the reality of it is we're missing key components and you don't have the money to replace them. You don't have the cap space to replace them. So you're trapped and you have to get the best out of what you've got. And this, in this case, it's the youth had have shown promise, but there's inconsistency because they're young. Right. And that, that's where I'm at. Bam. What do you think, sir? Yeah, we, as I said, from the get go, we're a selling club. They want us get the youth players in, train them up, and sell them. At the moment, I think we're going in the right direction with loaning it Rossi to Fenerbahce. Um, we'll talk more on that a bit later. But it's a business to a lot of the higher-ups. They're going, they're thinking the business-wise. majority of fans think now on the field-wise. So there's that little bit of miss. Um, thoughts on how the club should be going. And I think that's what's going to hurt us the most. Um. 
if you guys can hear me. Okay. Uh, the sale <laughs> didn't quite. Yeah. I mean, the sale didn't happen in time, so we got stuck. And that that's kind of what I've heard multiple times. But yeah, it needs to be better. It has to be better. We need more experienced players everywhere. I mean, midfield in the center and the spine, we need help. This team needs help. That's for sure. Uh, looking forward, Hooligan Ox jumping on the call. Welcome, sir. Jason, several of the players have gone on social, sort of like an apology, feeling the supporters are giving it all. Uh, and the aren't question is, does the entire club feel that way? Everything that I get, that I hear from these guys, that I'm hearing from everyone within it, they're pissed. Like, they, they do believe. There's definitely a, a cohesion, you could say. And it's not happening. You know, they're just not getting the results they need. Honestly, I think it's the skill set with who we have right now. We just don't have the impact pillars available, and it's killing us. All right. Uh, Marvin Chavez, I want Blackman over Moon and right back wing is healthy. I fully agree with you, dude. Moon is yep. turning into an ma- absolute liability right now. He's not playing his way. That's for sure. Bam, you think the same, right? Yeah. If, if anything, Moon's more of a attacking midfielder right now. He's playing like a attacking midfielder. It just doesn't get back to defend. Yeah, or an outside outside mid. If we were playing with a five-man mid, then I could see him out on that and that right side, and he'd be okay there. But not as a back. He's just There's no coverage for many crosses from him. He just doesn't do it. doesn't get the job done. It's that simple. Uh, Tony San- uh, Sanchez says, when Mark Lopez is going to be on the show, hey, Mark could get on. If he wants to be on, he's got to tell me. I'm down to have him on. Come on, brother. Make it happen. Uh, don't totally agree. I don't think having Segura and Blackman in there solves the lax defending of the fullbacks. Uh, Blackman covers the right side. That's one. Uh, Palacio's situation on the other side, well, you have two other guys, and I think Edwards is less of a liability than the others at this point. I know we're not, we're not 100% happy with that, but you got to make do with what you have. The left is weak. All three, every, all three of them have been weak. And you can't replace them out of nowhere. Next year, they could all go at this point. They could all go as far as I'm concerned. That's where we're at right now. There has to be something better on that side. Tony, your take? It's, um, like I said, it's, there's a lack of leadership and that you show it. Like, as much as Mario should be stepping up, he's not, like we call him, steady Eddie. Like, he commands attention. He commands that back line. If you look at us in the beginning of the season when we were somewhat like, of course, we were still struggling as always, but our defense wasn't the problem at the moment. You know, I mean, once Eddie or Seguro was there, it was okay. The defense was all right. And with everything we've we've had, it's just it's just been chaos. Like we always said, there's always someone out of position, someone out of not there when they need to be or someone late and it, it does solve a lot of what we need with Eddie Segura being there and also Blackman. But again, and you, it's what ifs, it, you know, miracles, whatever. It, it is what it is, but it's football. The bounce of the ball, for sure. Uh, Carlos C, going back to a 4-3-3. Honestly, I don't know. Uh, it's tough. It's, it depends on who's healthy. That that's really where we're at right now. We don't know yet. We'll talk about it as we talk about who's available for the next. But it's tough. Marvin, we haven't had good fullbacks in a while. It's always been one of our weak spots, along with our constant goalie problem. Honestly, you know why I think we are there? And this is philosophy. I'll give you this. I think they're so worried about how players move the ball that they don't think enough about how they defend. 
I really do think that, oh, look at what you can do. That's great. But what are they going to stop? Like, when are you, you going to shut it down? I just seem to be more worried about the other side of things. So that is philosophy, man. For sure. That's an issue. Uh, Carlos, I think this season they are snake bit with injuries. We need the veteran presence in the midfield next season. I agree. We need we need a, a defensive mid, a holding mid, somebody that can control tempo in the mid with a Tuesta. Again, if we play five in the mid, it would be beautiful. I think we'd be fine even with what we have. But, yeah, they need help. They need help. Uh, Hooligan Ox, the hard question. At this point, is it worth getting into the playoffs? I will say always yes. Mm-hmm. You don't ever want it's It sucks missing the playoffs. It's a long, long offseason if you miss the playoffs. Even if it's just one extra game, it means something for the players. It's something you can build on. So, yeah, I don't want to miss the playoffs. Bam, what's your take on that, sir? Definitely, you always want to get playoffs. Now, if I'm correct, don't teams that make the playoffs get a bonus? Uh, yeah, there's a bonus. There's a gate if you get a home game. Uh, but yeah, the, there's a lot on the line for that, for sure, for sure. And the chance for your workers in your stadium to maybe get another game in so they can work another day. So that means something too. All right, next uh, one, we've got Carlos C. What do you guys think about going to a 4-2-3-1 when we get injured players back into next season? I would love it. I think that would be the better lineup for us. I completely agree with you on that. I think Janela and Atuesta together holding will be fine. What's the Fuentes above them? On the outside, you could put Moon. Somebody else at the right back, please. Uh, at the left side, I would have Brian. Brian on the left mid. That, that roll out there, he kills it out there. That's what he can do with Uruguay. I, I think it would make us stronger. I'd be all I'd be all for it, dude. I think it would be good for us. Bam, what's your take? I have a lot of theories on what we'd like to do, but I'm going to save that until after our final game of the, of the year. I think after the final game of the year, we all come in here. Everyone on the, I'm throwing this out to everyone in the chat too. When it's our final episode of the year, I want everyone to give us their starting lineup of 100% healthy players for next year. Good deal. I like it. What to do next after the season. All right, we're going to move on. Marvin Chavez. So we lost by two, but why didn't we score? Because we can't make our damn opportunities. That's why. We don't finish. There's not much you can do. If they don't finish, you're, you're dead. You have to finish your chances. I believe we have, what, the third highest chance opportunities, but the lowest, like, conversion rate of anybody in the league. Like, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's ridiculous at this point. Absolutely ridiculous. It shouldn't be like this, but here we are. And that sits all on the players. What can, you know, a coach can't kick the ball. You pay them in to do a job. They don't do the job. You have to look for new ones. It's that easy. Jason. Right. Always want to extend your season. Carlos, I think. Uh, <laughs> Junior, you think we win MLS with, Cup with Bruce Arena? <laughs> no, we'll win it with Kenny Arena. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Bruce yeah, Bruce has got his team all up there. I, I give him credit. They're, they might catch our pass our record. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, they're going to win their first uh, supporter shield. They're winning the uh, original first time ever for a 96er. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mark, at the end of the day, I'm going 90 plus cuz that's everything I have to offer the squad. Carlos, I think Duke would have generated more offense if he had started. I agree. I think we all 100% agree Duke should have started that game. I don't think there's any question. 
right, Tony? Well, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. There's again, um, Vince. Vince posted. Uh, Vince actually, it was kind of funny when he posted like what Chris Donalds can do, and his passing is really well. But again, Duke was. We need a high energy person, not someone who can set up. And Duke's that person. We are going to transition now back into the rest of the show. Uh, let's get into some club news with Bam. Uh, you got some club stuff, right, sir? Yeah, it's a couple of points from the club from this couple of, the last couple of days. Um, as we all know that we lost one of our youth players, Tommy Mack, uh, Mark, sorry, um, last year. They've now opened up Tommy's Field, which I believe is up in uh, where was it? Santa Monica, North Santa Monica, Santa Monica. Yeah, yeah. some on the west side. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's now open up and running. Um, LAFC also announced they've got a new sponsor, AAA Flag and Banners, and we've also teamed up with the University of Phoenix and are hosting book fairs and teacher supply giveaways for teachers and students and all that. Nice, nice, nice. good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, all right. So any other community news or let's move into the playoff hunt because everybody's wants to talk about that, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's do that then. Uh, so basically there's two things you want to follow if you're looking for the playoff hunt. One would be uh, 538. The other would be playoff picture. So 538 is giving us, dude, we took a big hit with this loss. Uh, they're rating us at a 60% chance of making it into the playoffs now. So we're approaching that 50-50 mark, people, at least according to them. The thing is they wait, they wait our, our talent level higher than it should be because they're not really accumulating. Well, they're not, they're not accounting for the injuries when they show strength of squad. So it's slightly flawed model. Now you have that one and it shows, Oh, 60%. Well, you move over to playoff status, which was really accurate for us the last few seasons. And it's been pretty predictable. They've got a much more dire situation here. Uh, chances of not making the playoffs. They're saying a 71% chance. We don't make the playoffs. That sounds brutal. That sounds absolutely brutal. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, right. that does it. I do too. You know, I look at who the, who's left and who we're chasing, and I can't help but think, yeah, you know what? They they are probably onto something here. There's something there. And now, now let me throw that out. Why why they think that? Well, we're at a, you know, so thirteen percent chance we might get to the seventh seed. That's that's how low they got us. The White Caps are twelve percent chance to make it. Uh, Real Salt Lake, a 19% chance, Minnesota, a 14% chance of going all the way to the fifth seed. So they're saying that the chance for Minnesota to miss playoffs about 19, Salt Lake, 35. The thing is, we're chasing Minnesota and Salt Lake, and they're not like they're you know, they don't exist, they're, they're still putting in their games. And if you look the way their schedule down balances out, it's really hard for us because we have to make both of them tank for us to get in pretty much. That's the problem with chasing. You have to rely on other sides to mess up to get you there. But if they do their jobs, you're not going as much as you do. If they do their job, you're not getting in. So that's what we're looking at right now. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, Tony, what do you think is the more stark look, the 538 rosy view or the playoff status? Probably the playoff status. Yeah. It, it, this is going to be – This is. they'd have to completely turn it around and go on a streak here for us to get the playoffs. We're on yeah. the outside looking in. Be real. Be real. They can have the rosy picture that you want. You want to promote it. Oh, we're going to make it. 
No, you know, we had these last two games. These ones had to happen, and they didn't. So now you're behind the eight ball. Now I got to prove everybody wrong to get in. So that is where they're at. On a brighter note, before we get into the Portland match, uh, Bam, how did things go at Fenerbahce, man? Fenerbahce actually had a really good game. This was one of the games that I stayed up late watching. It was 11 o'clock my time, so it was not a bad kickoff. Um, they had a nice little 2-1 win over Het Support. They had Novak score in the 29th minute, but in the 17th minute, we had a nice little thing happened. Diego Rossi scored his first goal for Fenerbahce. And it was a nice little flick over the keeper. For I those believe haven't you seen have a it, highlight, don't you? Yes, for those who haven't seen it that are sitting here, if you're listening, come back onto the YouTube and rewatch this episode. This is what happened. <laughs> Cross from the outside and a lovely little dink little from the left over. foot. Oh, yep. it's beautiful. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Pays to stick your boot out there, doesn't it? It's like a Cobra Kai goal, man. Yeah, it was. Hmm. That was beautiful. I was super happy to see him do that. We need him to do that because if he doesn't do that, he comes back. (laughs) And as much as I want him back, I also want him to go and succeed over there. Keep going. Now, so in that game, he played 85 minutes. I've just scored in the 70th minute. And his next game is actually 9.45 a.m. Thursday, L.A. time. Oh, okay. That, Not a bad That time. game, they're playing Olympiacos in the Europa League. Ooh. Nice. Whose house are they going to be playing in? Fenerbahce home game. Ooh, nice. Okay. So, so that, 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 should be a, that should be a good game. Either house would have been good because both have great active. So... I'm wearing the jersey today, so uh, yeah. Show them the seal, man. Show them the seal. There it is. Good stuff. uh, From the was it away days? Those jerseys you get get a random jersey. I got this last year, having no idea that Rossi would be on the team one day. So I wore it in front of in honor of Rossi. So never thought (laughs) when I got that jersey in the mail over a year ago that it would be the team that Rossi would be on one day. So. It's oh, cool, I'm, man. I'm, it was. I'm tempted to get their away game, their away jersey. I'm tempted to buy their away jersey because it's nice, dark with a little bit of yellow. So it's a good kit. The pinstripes, right? Yeah, it's like a little bit of striping. It looks good. Looks good. Uh, Tony, club and community, sir. You got anything for us today? No, nah, nothing. He's like, like nah. nah <laughs> you got a Wednesday match. Focus on the match, right? <laughs> nah. there, there was, yeah, there was nothing too much to do it. Like the only one was the uh, announcement of the. What Bam said was the, the new banners and stuff like that, but we have a match to focus on pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much where it's at. Which brings us to the one, the only LAFC Punk Ariano and the album <laughs> of the day. Of course, this is going to throw everybody off because, yeah. yes, there we it is. Up. I will move this over. There you go. Yeah, I, I had a couple of vinyls picked out for my collection, but we all agreed before we came on we were going to do a American Idiot by Green Day, just because of everything going on. I was tempted to go with like Everything Sucks or just because <laughs> Everything Sucks right now, but uh, but American Idiot, Green Day. So, Green yeah. Day, and the reason uh, we, yeah, why did what song did we mention why we wanted to go this route? Was it America? The which song? Uh, was wake it Me Up When yes, September yes. Ends. There we go. Wake Me Up. Yeah. Yes. We're there. 
Yeah, that, get it that, over with. That was, that's talking. why. Awesome. Yeah, we we need this month to end. <laughs> yeah, it's been a tough month for us uh, LAFC supporters, but we're true, and uh, the ones that are true, we're, we're still sticking with our team. We still love our team. We still support them. We still support them through good, the bad, the ugly. So that's um, anyone who's been a sports fan for any team. It's it happens and. Uh, we when we we started out, I mean, God, I mean, we were so spoiled as an expansion team. I mean, you look at other expansion teams in the league right now. Look at Cincinnati. Look at Miami. Look at Austin. They are your stereotypical expansion teams. And I mean, we got a supporter shield our second year, and now we are kind of like an expansion team now. So, uh, although a lot of it has to do with injuries, we can't blame. It's. I mean, I we hate using that as an excuse, but I mean, when you look at our injured list, it's like, wow, man, like we got pretty good players on the injured list right now. But yes, we do want September to end, and uh, when it does, hopefully, hopefully we can pick it up again in October. I'm saying, I'm looking at the schedule. I think it's our destiny is in our own hands. We can't we can't count on you know Real Salt Lake losing or. Uh, I mean, at least we're not losing to Austin, you know, like other teams down the street. <laughs> so, yeah. So there, I mean, that's another team. I mean, it seems like the Galaxy seem to, they're not the same team they were at the beginning of the season. And uh, we got them Sunday. I think, I think we got a good chance of finally winning in their stadium this Sunday. If, if we can, if we can bring our A game. And uh, I mean, we saw what we could do against Kansas City with all the injuries. We can beat them, so I'm 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 confident that we can, we we can beat those guys, dude. If Austin I, I'm, can honestly, beat right? If Austin can beat them, anybody can. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, straight up, good stuff, Jason. Uh, I know we kind of hijacked a little bit of the vinyl because we had to just make our point of Wakeman when September ends. Uh, usually, I know we get a little more artistic, a little deeper, and a little more vintage in many cases. Um, I'm seeing some stuff like Pennywise from Junior. Hooligans like yeah. Hooligans like Green Day of all bands. Yeah, well, Green Day this time. So deal with it. Uh, <laughs> you know what? We'll get a little bit more edgy for the next one as we as we prepare for Carson. Trust me on this. That one's gonna be more legit. We already been talking about it. So uh we're probably all gonna have an album for that one. Uh so be ready on Thursday for that episode. Uh moving forward. Thank you, Jason. Let's get into this mix a bit further here. We are going to look at the Portland run of form so far. So let's bring on Portland because we're playing them on Wednesday at home. Make or break. If we blow this one, we can forget it. Yeah. Call it. Uh, Tony, how are they doing? <laughs> yeah. Since a lot before we faced them, or since the last time they've gotten one more win and they, they're pretty much going on They're They're streaking at the right time now. Um, at that point, let me just segue it to Bam to tell you how much they're on on par right now. So right, the last Bam. game, the last game was uh, RSL at home. It was a bloodbath, six one. The highlights of the game: Mora scored in the twenty seventh minute, Asprilla scored in the thirty sixth minute, Crowley got one back for RSL in the forty first minute. 48th minute, Yimichara scored a goal. 68th minute, his brother um, scored a goal. 85th minute, Niz Goddard scored a goal. And in the 88th minute, um, Paradis scored a goal. They had six different goal scorers for all the game, for the whole game. 
that's just unheard of. As for the the key stats for the game, key stats were as follow. Um, possession, RSL had ball possession 56 to 41. Uh, shots on goal, RSL had more, uh, 18 to 16, but both had nine on, on goal. Crosses, Portland had 13, RSL had 22. Corners, seven, go- seven corners each. Fouls, Portland 14 to 9, with one yellow for Portland and two yellows for RSL. Total team expected goals. RSL had 1.7, Portland had 2.1. <laughs> they tripled their expected goals. That would be called efficiency. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to say they're in form would be an understatement. Just a little, just a little. All right. So, Bam, thank you for the last match update. That's pretty much all we have to know about their run of form. Of course, the next thing we got to know about, like, is what are they going to come out with against us? Do they have anybody missing, Bam? Um, they've got a couple of injuries, but they've all been long-term injuries. So it's the same injuries as missing from their last game against us. So, uh, Got it. Etiela, so the only Jerome, Williamson, uh-huh. Polo. So the only guy back is Bill Tuiloma compared to the last time we played. Yep. Got it. Do you think he's a starter? Be surprised if it's not. There it is. So let's talk about who they are because we know who they are. Uh, goalkeeper Steve Clark, left back Claudio Bravo, uh, Dario Zupadic, and Laris Ma- Mabiala, uh, center back, right back Jose Van Rankin, or Bill Tuiloma, depending on who's available. But honestly, Jose Van Rankin's been playing lights out for them since coming back in the lineup. So it'd be a hard one for Tuiloma to, Tuiloma to break. We'll see what happens there. That's the mystery spot. Uh, Chara and Paredes uh, as your defensive mids, possibly uh, Fochive instead of Paredes. I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, Aspria is your left mid, your right mid, Jimmy Chara, Sebastian Blanco anchoring that midfield, right? That's what we expect. Up top, Mora, who's having one heck of a season. Who's coming off the bench again? Fochive for sure. Zach McGraw is a defender, potentially. Uh, Yaroslav Niesgoda. As a striker, he's been playing good in the moments he's had. So there you go. And, of course, Diego Faleri, the signed-on, agreed-upon super sub for the rest of the season. He's agreed to it himself. Uh, Giovanni Zavarese even talked about that, uh, that he's taken on that role, and he's cool with it. So, yeah, that's a nice sub to have off the bench. Uh, then Marvin Loria, Santiago Moreno, Renzo Zambrano, that's who you got. That's where their their team's at. So they're full strength. There are some like injuries, but not impactful injuries. This is what they got. They're strong. They're ready to go, and they're flying. This is going to be a hard one for us. If it wasn't already, they're streaking. Yay. All right, so question of this is going to be, of course, us. What are we going to field? What are we going to play with? What is our system going to be? Is it going to be the same thing that we saw in the last match? Are there going to be changes? Bam. Play the bob. What are you going to do here? The biggest change I can see us doing is if a twist is feeling healthy, he's starting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Or having over Christostomos. Um, I can see going off last week's our last game. I can hopefully see. Um, Duke starting if he's if a twist is not healthy, so Duke sort of come in. Um, would like to, would like to see Jennings come in, but I reckon 
we'll play the two up front like, like we have been lately with um, B-Rod and Chicho. So to me, mm-hmm. I don't see a lot changing, but I do see just a couple of little things depending on players' health. Yeah, I think for, with, with Musaski and B-Rod, I think B-Rod should be back for this one. Be shocked if he's not back in the lineup for this one. So, yeah, B-Rod Arango lineup, that is what it is. That That's who we've got in the moment. Uh, Sifuentes, of course, he's going to yeah, – I know he took a yellow card, but I think he's still eligible. Uh, and then Janela, if Janela doesn't start, it's surprising. The support, the story is Chris DeSomo and Etuesta. Like, if Etuesta's ready, I pray he's been shelved just for this match. If he is, then we're in a good place. So I agree with you there. My question for all of you, and I'll throw it to Tony, left wing back. What do you want to want to call that position Palacios was trying to play last time? Does he get the start? Does Edwards get the start? Does Farfan get the start? I know, I know we're 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 shuffling guys. None of us want to see start in the moment, but that's who we got. So uh Tony, who do you go with? I go with Palacios just because he's more comfortable in that spot. I don't know. I think I'd rather use Edwards as a super sub with energy. Because it does help okay. us in, in the long run. Um, because I rather him him use that energy to like build us back up if we're down and stuff like that. Um, Palacios will hopefully get back into form, but again, it's it. If we put Farfan in there, everyone already knows how they feel about him. He's still pretty green at the moment and doesn't know how to go up and stuff like that. So we will just have another defender. So why even run the left back system with the five if we're gonna do that? There it goes. Uh, cool. Uh, so right back, right wing back, is it going to be Kim? Is there anybody else? No. 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 Unless they go four in the back and throw and throw Abiago over there. But it yeah. ain't happening. So, uh, so it's, it gets hard. Like we're talking about how much change we want, and then we look at the lineup and go, well, what, what are you going to do? Not much. Not much to see. Uh, Bam said it as well. It's really hard to, to figure it out. Of course, depending on health, we know Vela's earliest game back is going to be the Galaxy game. So maybe we see him on the weekend. So this is B-Rod's chance, right, to get a little bit of momentum going into it. Uh, subs off the bench. I think Mosowski and Jennings are kind of like your lock. They'll probably be in the lineup at some point. Uh, what about the new kid? The new, new kid that we got. I know I was blank on their names, but um, he wasn't even listed at the last match, yeah. was he? No, he wasn't. Um, and see, maybe I, as a I, sub. I, yeah. I think as a sub, we might see Vela for ten minutes. You don't, you don't want Surprise. Vela. I, I'm more. You don't want Vela to come fresh off straight into Carson. Give him 10, 15 minutes, and go from there. I think he's a super sub against Carson. That's my take. He's a Carson super sub. He gets the Valeri role for that game. Well, we'll talk about that on Thursday. Uh, yep. Yeah. In, in this case, you know, again, the lineup, we're very limited as to what we have as options right now. It just is. I just... <sighs> Duke, man. Duke needs more time. He just does. That's my take. Uh, Jason, any thoughts on it? Do you think there's going to be any switch up or it's more of the same? Yeah, I think you're right. Hopefully, B-Rod's back. Um, I just want to see show up to this game i mean i think well being home i think it's gonna help out a lot being back at the bank uh but yeah like i said when's this uh sunday's saturday's game it was just 
so disappointing just to see, you know, the way they were playing. But I, I think they're going to come back strong. I really saw uh, the, the young players really seemed upset losing. I don't know. If somebody got a yellow card when the game ended, it looked like. I don't uh Edwards. Edwards, okay. Um, but I just want to see some fight. Just want to see, you know. Uh, I mean, it would be cool to see uh, I mean, maybe black men in goal. Her new goal. I hate saying, you know, we've been waiting for a goalie. I mean, we haven't. It's tough, the goaltending situation. I don't want to blame it on Romero. I don't think these goals have been Romero's fault. Not at all. Um, sometimes a goalie change may help up. Make up the other the other team, you know the the, the team you know, the fellow team the fellow teammates, but man, I wish we could have a healing service and heal all these guys that are that are injured. And even with Vela coming back, I don't know. He just doesn't seem the old Vela as he was in 2019. Um, I think even if he did come back, I don't think there'd be a big difference on this team right now. I'm going to say it as it is. I, I don't see him making a big difference on this team right now. I mean, uh, he just doesn't seem to – I mean, the last two years, he just doesn't seem like the old Vail. I mean, yeah, he's done great for this team. The history – I mean, he's going to go down as in history as one of our greats. But, uh Yeah. I mean, I also agree with uh, Moon not being in the back. I think he's. I think uh, Bam said uh, being at mid. I think that's that's what he plays like. I mean, he's supposed to be a defender, but so oh, how often do we see him like in the offensive box? Like he's up up front attacking, and I mean, he does a great job at it. But what sucks sometimes he's not in the back when the you know we're being attacked. All of a sudden, we're kind of a man short back there in the backfield. So. It's, I've noticed that's yeah. happened a couple times. Partially system. Still more stable than Blessing back there. Sure. Yeah. What that's worth. Uh, but, yeah, we, we, we've we got some issues. Our back line is our weakest thing. That's that's for certain. No doubt about that. Been, even with their full lineup, it's their weakest thing we got right now. So uh, hard takes for sure. Uh, we'll see what how this plays out. No shock. Let's bring it out to everybody else. Uh, see where the panel is at on this conversation. So I'll throw this one out that way. Uh, moving on. Here we go. Junior jumps on. Portland's efficiency is scary. The team, not so much. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Ox, uh, Junior, we can beat them. Last night only beat us because all the missed opportunities. Yeah, I mean, that was the story. Ox says he needs to start Jennings over Moose. I think they both need to sit. No, but yeah, Jennings needs a shot. I, I still think that's the case. Palacios is the best le left back we have. 100%. Yeah, I agree, Marvin, but ain't saying much, and he is really not playing well right now. It, uh, there's all bad things from him. I don't see much, honestly, defensively at all from him. Yes, he does some things offensively, but there is nothing going on defensively. Uh, Ox, Palacios with a start. Yeah, he'll, he'll probably get the start. Uh, Moose seems best when he's a sub at the 70th minute. Dude, he's been killer as a sub. That's for sure. Agreed. Agreed. Wanda. Junior, limping LASC team is still better than 70% of all the MLS clubs. We're not losing because other teams are better. Almost every loss is due to our shortcomings. Our turnovers are bad play, but at the end of the day, that's our play. That's yeah. the sport. Yeah. Do the job. Yeah. 
So we're not better than 70% because we're not doing the job. It's that simple. Those points don't lie. The points don't lie. We are there because we deserve to be there. Straight up. Uh, thank you, Marvin. Why did, you know, weird. Uh, Mishi Ingalina uh, is the name of the new player. Uh, we'll see. He's an offensive talent. What happens there? Uh, from what I understood, he could play up top. He could also be a left wing. So if we do go to 4-3-3, you can actually function under that. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Hooligan Ox, what about the goalie situation? Are we sitting with Romero or are we going to give Blackman a shot? Bam, you touch on that, man. I want to see Blackman have a shot, but at the same time, though, I want to see Romero stay in between the goals. It's it's a hard one. It's I want to see the youth develop and have great runs, but at the same time, though, there's got to be a point where you got to turn around and go, nah, give somebody else a shot. So... To me, it's a coin flip at the moment. For this game, I think Bob just goes in, flip a coin, heads Romero stays, tails goes to black man. Tough. Tony? Um, I say with Romero, just keep the consistency. That's the one thing we lack for the as long as we've had goalkeepers in the back, we've always had lacked that consistency. If the only time I say put Blackman in is if we're officially out of the playoffs. And then have him have the start to see what we have with him. But other than that, you just keep it with Romero and just keep the consistency going until we're out. Then, then put Blackman in. But till then, Romero, hundred percent. There it is, uh, Puck. Uh, I think I talked about Blackman earlier too. It would be cool to see, but I I, I don't want to ruin uh, Romero's confidence because like like we've we've all agreed. Most of these goals have not been his fault. I mean, our defense is Swiss cheese, you know, and it's you can't blame him for these goals. It's I mean, he must be fresh. I mean, he's a kid too. I mean, he's twenty years old as a goalkeeper. That is like unheard of in any league. I mean, even MLS. I mean, most most teams the goalkeeper is usually the oldest player on the team, and uh, he's he's a kid, you know. Uh, I mean, you even look at like world, I think of World Cups teams. Usually the oldest player on the team is the goalkeeper. I mean, uh, there was some of the German clubs. I know Joseph would know that. The, of the teams that won the World Cup, the goalkeeper was a, you know, 38 year old, you know. Yeah, there we go. 38 year old. It's your unofficial, and, yeah, your unofficial captain or sometimes your official captain, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the guy with the most voice out there. He's got to know, he sees everything. That others can't, and he's on the field. So there's leadership required. That's why a young keeper usually doesn't get the shot because they need the leadership out there. That's that's the truth. Uh, so you're, really so tall. that guy is. I don't know if you guys saw a picture. Huge. I think uh, Blessing put a picture of him and like at the airport. Like the size difference. Blessing just standing next to him. Blessing just looked like a little. I mean, I'm a shorter guy too. So, but uh, yeah, you could tell Blessing was having fun taking that picture of. Him being next to someone who was over a foot taller than him. So, like, real talk on this, and I, I'm sticking with Romero. Uh, one, the backline needs stability. They do. They're they're in, they're unstable now. You, on top of being gaff prone, you're going to throw a guy they don't know where he's going to be or communicate in a competitive situation. It's one thing to be in training with a goalkeeper, but this is a game. This is real. This is first moments. You're going to put him in front of the North end where he doesn't hear anything and nobody really knows how to communicate in that moment. That's 
I don't know about that. Uh, if you're playing RSL on the road, maybe. If you're playing a lower team, yeah, that makes sense. But at the bank, in the madness, you'd rather have a guy that's used to the madness. That's feeling it. And trying to get other guys stable. Again, stability is key. I think against Portland, it's not going to happen. I think against the Galaxy, it's not going to happen. I think, you know, playing a Dallas side, yeah. <laughs> right? I think that's when you might see him. Something a little more manageable for us, uh, but not not these two matches. I just don't not this week. I don't think it's gonna happen. Next week, maybe, maybe. Uh, let's see. Moving forward, Junior's joking that I'm gonna be starting in the pipes. Uh, Romero <laughs> off the bench when I get tired after five minutes. <laughs> hey man, like I can't count that many years back. It's when was the last time I played competitively in goal. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> Marvin says, disagree. I think Romero is to, is to blame a lot. The defense, of course, just all around not good. I'm Again, it, it's opinions. It's opinions on that. I just, he didn't head the ball back. He didn't leave a guy open after it clanks off the post. I just, I just don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I can't see him doing much else under that. I don't. Uh, Hooligan Ox. I'd go with that junior. Yeah, he's laughing. He know. Yeah, I know. I know. I love you guys. No doubt about that. It's all in good fun. They all know I used to play, and they know I'm all busted up now. So there goes that. Uh, Hooligan Ox. I agree with Marvin. Ramon has been caught off play when the goals happen. Rewatch some of the highlights to see Ramon standing still, not going for the ball again. Chances? Do you even have a shot at it? Yeah, it's all bad. Uh, how many yellow and red cards are we gonna see this Wednesday? I don't think you're going to see any red cards unless Chara decides to break somebody up. Uh, that would be your most likely choice is a Chara going out. A Chara. could be either Chara. Uh, I don't <laughs> think any of us go out unless Raheem finally loses it late in the game, pushes a ref or something, you know, gets mad. But no, I think it's just a lot of yellow cards getting collected. The rest don't want to dictate, dictate these games late in the season. They're going to let him play it rough. You're going to get mad at the challenges. That's for sure. Uh, Carlos C, give Duke the start. Blessing doesn't look 100%. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm cool. I'm good with that. Same. I'm good with that. Uh, Mitchie, do we need to see him at all last week? I thought we, he would play and didn't. I think home cooking might be good for a substitution role. If we're in this thing, you might see him play. Again, this is a USL player doing really good. Jennings was a USL player doing really good. There's no promise it equates to MLS in a pressure situation. There's trust that has to be built, as always. Uh, Blackman too slow. Uh, the goalkeeper? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I've seen some highlights. I've seen some stuff, you know, some write-ups about him, and they don't really talk about him being poor. They're just like, he doesn't have an option because everyone else is better than him in the moment. That's always the conversation with him. He's not a weak player. He just doesn't have the opportunity here. <laughs> that's been his story so this is here here we go right, here's a team that does have some instability so maybe he gets this moment uh marvin i think we are past romero's confidence he had a lot of chances he's too young we need to try blackman or give Cisnega a shot again fair enough fair enough uh wolf fan hey wolf good stuff checking in cortez what was our defense last year 
uh healthier <laughs> yeah uh dude segura to me is the big story he's the anchor he's the guy that keeps it all together you know fall doesn't play right now it, it would be it would be murillo and, and palacios or, i mean murillo and uh, segura in the middle palacios on the left on the right side uh could be blackman could be blessing last year right yeah uh those two are the guys getting the most minutes last year on that side so they're both not really capable of that right now because of injuries and i think blessings moved on you know different roles and then you bring you bring in a guy for a lot of money there's a decent amount of dough to bring in kim and juan and he hasn't he's had his moments good stuff bad stuff but but right now not really locking it down so that that's why our defense is where our, our outside backs aren't doing the job Plasios hasn't been good as he has been in the past I mean, what he did in, against the Liga MX sides in the tournament was was lights out. That's why he got an award for that. But we haven't seen that yet from him this year. So step up, right? I think that's the issue with our back line. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Carlos C. I'm sticking with Romero too at this point. This name makes similar mistakes, and is and isn't Blackman a young guy too? He's like 27, I believe. 27, he's not that young. Yeah, he's not young. I mean, he's he's. This is the age when you're start, supposed to start breaking into starting roles. That's like the normal age when you get your shot, you know. So maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. I don't. Against Portland, it's a tough. It's a tough ask for a new goalkeeper. Uh, twenty six says Marvin. Okay. Vela is set to return this Sunday. Should some minutes again rust off like twenty minutes, twenty five. Jason, I think you're in the right the right realm is is not a full 90 but definitely sub uh cortez romero is not a good goalie uh i i disagree um you know that that it's it's our opinions on that i think he's a good goalkeeper without a defense that's my my take uh and of course david's also saying take bob out Again, our opinions on that, it's just what's next, what's after that. What are you going to do? Put it in an interim and just call it a season? Because if you are moving the coach, you're calling a season. That's that's expected. That's Yeah. And they're, they'll play yeah. the same system. It's not going to change. I don't see us getting rid of Bob this late in the season unless it's guaranteed we're not making it. And it's like, okay, Bob, you know, make an official announcement. He's not coming back next year. He can stay for the rest of the season. We want. If he wants to leave now, he can leave now. It'll be, be put more on his shoulders. Until then, Bob out shouldn't even be in a conversation. It's no. Until we're guaranteed out of playoffs, Bob stays. And I think it's a matter of respect. Two years ago, we're lifting the shield. This is the man that built the squad in the first place. It got us to that. He's the guy. Him and Thorington built this team and got us all spoiled the first two years, and then. COVID took out that next season, right? And now we're here. Uh, I just don't think, out of respect to Bob, they're going to do it. They're not Unless Thornton's job is on the line, it's not happening. It's not happening. Uh, they'll let him finish it out. His contract ends this year, and he has that choice to see if we want him back or not. It's an easy walk away at that point, right? Graceful for everyone. Everybody saves face, and they call it. And they have a whole offseason to retool. But with a few games left, eight games left yeah the only reason you do that is you're really like getting blown out every week and we're not getting blown out every week or you're out of the playoffs that's why dallas made the move because it doesn't mean anything anymore you can get used to who he's got you're moving on but as long as you're in the race you're in the race 
isn't it, they're not going to make changes. Uh, Jason Lemus, who do you guys returning Wednesday besides Vela, Birada, Twesta, Blackman? I think the only guys we get to see back is really Birada and Twesta. I think is who we get to see this this time, and then Sunday is the, or what Saturday? The weekend is the story, and who really gets back? Uh, Vela coming back if we make the playoffs. No, he's coming back. He's going to be back. He will be back before this season's out. No doubt about that. Lemus says, key for me is Chicho scoring on Wednesday. I think he gets back to his scoring ways. No doubt about that. Yeah. I think he's back in the mix. Uh, Abaway 818 done for the season. How long did it take for him to get into rhythm this last time? I mean, he'll play. I don't know what we're going to get out of him, but he'll play. That's the thing. I don't know. Uh, we don't know with Vela. He's, he's Vela. He's an interesting fella. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> Marvin Chaz says, Heard it would cost us a lot more money to sack him before the season. Uh, season's end, so no point. Exactly. It's a moot point. He's not going anywhere. They're going to let him go. You know, there's, why do a buyout at this point? It, it doesn't make any, any sense. And why pay for two coaches? You know? Uh, Carlos C. Bob stays through the season. Too late for that now, at least until the team is officially out of the playoffs. Agreed. Yeah. There we go. Hooligan Hawks. No, I meant the Vela we're used to seeing. Oh, no. I think the old Vela is the old Vela. It's good for the history books and something to be very, very happy about that what we had from him. But his role changes going forward. He hasn't been healthy in two seasons. He just hasn't. He hasn't been there. Uh, we want him there. We love the guy. But, yeah, it's, it's hard to see. But that's that's the nature of the game. Uh Jason, another key for Wednesday and Sunday. Can't have another ping-pong effect goal against in the box. Better clearances. Sacrifice some bodies. Throw down. Exactly. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Hit it out of bounds if you have to. I don't care if it looks ugly. Just get the job done. Portland doesn't care if it's ugly. They always play ugly. When in right, doubt, Bam? kick it out. When in doubt, kick it out. Simple. Simple. I don't care how it looks. It's fine by me. I'm good with it. Just get the job done. Tony, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. You don't, like... You don't head it. You don't head it to the center. You literally don't have anything. Just kick it to the to the fucking ends and just deal with it then. And have <laughs> everyone back in defense. Don't, 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 don't do that. Yeah, uh, Carlos Chicho needs better service. Didn't get any good looks against San Jose. I think Duke will help with that. I agree, man. So what a twista. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, Marvin. I'll be an optimist today. If Vela gets his contract and Saturday, he'll be back about 80%. Vela, not the 30%. Vela, if we've been paying, pay the man. I don't, you know, here's my take. I don't pay people for past performance is what they're going to give me. Right? Jersey sales is one thing, but jersey sales dwindle if a guy can't perform. Even if it's Vela. Yeah. Uh, bam. You, you want to chomp at this one. Go for it. <laughs> to me, I can see we all... Obviously, at the moment, we need one new DP next year. Rossi's gone. He's he's gone. He he ain't coming back. He was if he's doing what he's doing at the moment. He's gone. So one definitely new DP. Out of the last two DPs, B Rod Vela, I can see us keeping one, getting rid of the other. Me personally, I see us keeping B Rod. He's younger. He's got we. We can sell him on. To me, he's come back better than before he left to, when he went to um, Spain. He realized, holy shit, I've got to knuckle down. I've got to behave myself. And he's starting to show a bit of that. So to me, with his sell-on, is a lot better than Vela's sell-on. 
Good take. Good take. Uh, Tony, your take on Vela? Honestly, take a book out of Portland and be a super sub. <laughs> and that's the best way because uh, I don't see the way he plays. The, you've, the only other player I've seen in his age, at, that his age who played still at that at that top notch was Cotemo Blanco. And for sure, he's no Cotemo Blanco at all. So just either we find we for sure need a one DP, we keep B Rod, and then we'll see who we bring in for Rossi because we're not getting them back, unfortunately. But fortunately. No. <laughs> there, there, there it is. So guys, I would say I wouldn't look too far down the line. We have a game on Wednesday and Sunday. These two games decide our season. They really do. They decide all of our futures in this because if they lose both games, that could be your Bob out moment because the season's toast at that point. It could be a rest Vela moment because, well, do we really need him anymore? Season's done. These two games are everything. Don't look past it. This is it. We got to get the result now. Uh, other things I'm seeing, of course, holding an ox, keeping it simple, right? Apply the kiss method. Kick the ball out of it away. Cortez, Mr. Cortez is saying, do you think Vela wants to leave? I think Vela wants more money. I think that's all Vela wants. Honestly, I think he's he's pining for a better contract, so he's talking in the media. That's that's normal. That's normal. Eighty uh, percent Vela is worth it. Yes, if it's eighty percent of the current pay rate. That's my take. Huganox, uh, <laughs> I'd like to see another veteran signing of a striker. We need we need reinforcements. Yeah, we need some change. Uh, Marvin Chavez, I think y'all underselling Vela. He's just not happy. Make him happy. He'll be great again. Maybe not 2019, 100 percent Vela, but I think he's still an elite starter. He hasn't been able to put continual minutes for two years now. Right? No. The year we won the Supporter Shield, he was just playing healthy. He wasn't getting knocked out all the time. He was healthy. I just I haven't seen it from him. Maybe he just needs a normal offseason. We'll see. But I do think he wants to come back. Just, again, the right price is the story. Personally, if I can get another young player that, that can can do something or even a, a vet player from maybe Liga Mekis that wants to come over here that can produce at a regular level, I'm bringing him, right? You, you, new blood, you keep moving. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Carlos is Car if Carlos wants to come back, it'd be an idiot not to take him back, right? I mean, that, mm -hmm. that's pretty straightforward. Uh, Jason might need Romero to make an epic save, create a spark, wake up the whole team. It's in him. It's definitely in him. Or a penalty stop. Who knows? Uh, 2020 barely played because of COVID. His wife pregnant. 2021 he barely played too. Yeah, but when he did play, he got hurt against the Galaxy, and that was that. And then he came back okay in the tournament, but or good in the tournament. I mean, he was he was healthy at the moment. So, and then came back this year and it's been off and on, nagging injuries. The life of an over thirty player. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. We'll see a whole off season. Who knows? You know, a healthy normal off season. Yeah, could be could be what we need from him. If we're gonna keep Vela next year, if we lose the next two games and we're out of the playoffs, do we just? Bench him so he can recover for the rest of the season. Nah, if he can play, he plays. If he can play, he plays. The, you know, at, at that point, you're you're tooling your team for next year. That that you know, guys get minutes, but also guys get healthy and they use those minutes to get a little bit normal again. So yeah, you're not gonna rush a guy if he's not 100. But if he's right, he's right. He plays. Why not? Why not? 
Uh, <laughs> Hooligan Ox, Carlos just joining his beach vacations. He's waiting for the Lakers season. You know how it is. Yeah, Mark Vela gave us a good CCL run. Can't forget that. Nope. That was a good run from him, but then it after is this. So, yeah, it's tough. Carlos C, all for re-signing Vela at the right price. Sphinx Vids jumps in. I think we need to keep Vela. The elite quality veteran is something we need to keep as a constant because everyone else needs and else will be kids. We need a true fighting physical defensive midfielder. I, I, again, I want a destroyer too. A destroyer in the middle will make my life a lot happier for mid. That would be good. Eh. It's injuries though. I know there's injuries. Like it's yeah. Yeah. And then Cortez, final take. We need a different coach with a lot of South American players. We got a lot of them. A ton of them. But, yeah. Jason, six most important points on the line. Die in that pitch. Spoza supporters again. Get it. Get the six. Get it back to life. I love it, Jason. You know, we're going to put our time in. Mark Lopez thought Carlos C was Carlos V. <laughs> Too funny. Hooligan Ox. I'll give Vela props for what he gave us, but I, it might be time for another signing to replace him. We'll see. You know, I, again, if he wants to be back and the price is good, everybody's happy, he comes back. I, I don't think he wants to leave. I don't. I really don't. You got to realize he came here knowing that Bob was the guy. Bob was a selling point for him. They, it, there's a good relationship it's not a bad one it's a good one so we'll see we'll see what's gonna happen uh again happy from everybody today throwing their takes and being honest about what they believe at this point of the season being real about it being tough about it that's a good thing that's a healthy thing have all the takes you want it's good it's your opinion you pay your money to go to those games you take the time to watch this team you earn your opinion there's no doubt about that. And for you to share with us, super cool. Good stuff. Uh, all right. So tradition dictates you guys are getting a good laugh in here. Bam, what are you laughing about, man? What's going on up there? What did he do? <laughs> Who's sleeping? We got a sleeper? <laughs> That's hilarious. You're right there, Jason. Can you hear us, man? You're muted. <laughs> You're muted, my friend. Dang. I, I've, I've been awake since uh, 2.30 this morning. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Dude, all right, all right. So that means, Jason, you get the final thought, and then we'll move on to the next one. So it's your turn. Final thought, sir. All right, final thought. Keep the faith. We're going to – if we do it – I mean, making the playoffs would be huge, but if we don't – Stay faithful to this team. Don't jump onto another bandwagon. Don't start, you know, ah, it drives me crazy when people jump from team to team. Uh, just stay, stay faithful. That's all I got to say, stay faithful. <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Bam, it's your turn. Um, Punk, thanks for coming on the show. Um, been a long day for you. <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've been seeing on social media people are already saying, um, not going this week to the midweek game, so selling my tickets, blah blah, and all that kind of stuff. 
this is when the cl- when the team really needs you in the stands. If you got tickets and you can make it, make it. It's we're there to support the boys on the pitch. You know, it's two tough games this week coming up. We need the six points. The best way for us to get six points is to have a full bank rocking, singing along, chanting along, being that tallest man that we need. So for that, get out there. Let's get the three points. Let's show them why LA is LA. There we go. Well said, Bam. Is that keeping the faith? That's essential. Essential. Tony, your take, my friend. If, like I said, last time people were saying they wanted to sell their tickets, uh, we had a 4 nil win or yeah, 4 nil win against uh, SKC. And it was a, it was such a great game against it. So if you don't want to go, Hey, again, more, more people to come see the show that we all love to see every day. If you, like I said, it's, this is where supporters are supporters and you support the team through the good and the bad. Unfortunately, we've had a bad season. It's no fun, but it's our team. We support them no matter what, if they're good or if they're bad, we're going to be there 100% of the time. And it, those people are just Fayweather fans at the moment. But just go out there, sing, support them. Let's try to get those three points and then focus on Carson next. That's the key, one at a time. That's why we're not getting too much into Carson this week. It's it's not not the story. The story is Wednesday, getting revenge against Portland, moving on, showing your faith, being there. So my final take again is always be faithful to your club. Always fight for your club. Whether we like what we see is going on or not, you still got to be there for them. These are the players that we have. This is the talent that we have. These are the guys that we have to push. You can either tear them down or you can build them up. That's your call. As a supporter, you build them up. That's what we do. We be there. We're always there. We're going to be strong. I guarantee you, 3252 will be rocking this Wednesday, no matter what's going on in the field. They're still going to give it because when times are tough, we just get louder. For the rest of the stadium, join in the madness. We need you in this. We need everyone in this. If you just want something you can sing, do it. If it's a call to arms, get your phone on, get the light on. Let's go. Let's rock. They need home advantage. This is a playoff game. Treat it. It's a blackout without a doubt. So be there, get loud, do it. We'll be back on Thursday to pre- pre- uh, preview the Carson match. That'll be our chance to, to get into that. But for this moment, in this time, beat Portland. Nothing else matters. Just beat Portland. So on that note, I'm going to throw it back to the guys. You guys ready to call this a day? Yep. Nodding the head. <laughs> Good night, Jason All right. Ariano. All right. Yeah? Good night. There we are, everyone. Good night. All right. On three, one two three stay stay cold golden thank you for listening to the heart of lafc make sure to leave us a rating and review on itunes or stitcher shoulder to shoulder the black and gold is taking over